I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hey, welcome back to an afternoon edition of The Chaser Report. Alexa and I are joined by the one and only Sam Taunton. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, look, just before we started then, Shane Warne has passed away. Very sad stuff. Oh. I try, And this is how I know it's like the country actually is in mourning. I, I tried to talk about Shane Warne dying at the comedy store on the weekend doing stand-up mm. and like immediately people were like, shut up, stop talking. Oh Not even God. like too soon. Everyone was like, don't you even dare talk about this. <laughs> Not that I was going to make any bad jokes. I was like, this is crazy. This happened. People are like, the mood on the street's crazy. Oh because God. because Twitter has been very weird in terms of its vibe. There are people who are just making fun of, like, you know, all those Instagram models looking at the unopened DMs tonight <laughs> thinking what could have been. <laughs> <laughs> and other people are like, is it a bit weird that we're, we're celebrating this guy? Well, and yeah, it's so weird because it's like – so he dated Liz Hurley, right – and that wouldn't even be in the top 10 most interesting things about this guy. <laughs> like, that's how a complex person he is to explain. But, yeah, people celebrating him. Like, even I was watching ABC News, ABC News The Morning, like, announced, and the hosts there are like, look, he did some bad things. He was a drug cheat. He was a match fixer. He had affairs and stuff. But he was an absolute genius. <laughs> like the most, It's like he is the most controversial figure of all time. But, like, I guess people just liked him a lot. Yeah, it's weird to see even people like Lee Sales just posting about, like, one of my favourite interviews I've ever done on Instagram. <laughs> it's like that was my goal for the first eight years of the 7.30 report was, was meeting Warney. So that interview is so funny because it starts with Lee Sales goes, um, Shane, thanks for joining us. Oh, no, Shane, she goes, Shane, lovely to meet you. And then Shane goes, it's lovely to be met. <laughs> It's oh. lovely to be met. I've got the clip of it. I put it in my podcast. It's the start of my podcast in the like the jingle at the top. It's the most confusing answer <laughs> ever. It's lovely to be met. This guy is, he was, <laughs> he knew he was, I met him once, right? So I was yeah. working on a cricket show at Fox Sports and he came on the show. I was like riding on it. And so I got to sit down with him for like an hour, one-on-one -on -one, and like pitch jokes to him. And he, he didn't want to do any of my jokes and that's fine. And he's shame on <laughs> and he can do it every once. But at one point he was just like, he turned to me and he goes, have you seen the movie The Truman Show? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, my life is actually The Truman Show. And I'm like, you mean you think you are, everyone is filming you for a show? Well, people know. And he's like, look, whenever people ask me a question, they already know the answer. And I'm like, oh, mm. my God. So, yeah, he knew, he knows what's happening. He's it's like, deep. yeah, so that's my Shane Warne story. <laughs> Shane Warne was like weirdly, not to derail this whole chat into no, Shane No, yeah, sorry, yeah. But he was weirdly a film buff as well. Oh, really? Like, he had a list on Twitter of, like, his 10 favourite movies. It wasn't just, like, Shawshank Redemption? Like okay, Shawshank was on the course, list. Yeah. <laughs> every Australian sports fan. Yeah, I love Shawshank Redemption. Makes me cry. Okay, Shane Warne's top 10 films. Shawshank Redemption, Top Gun, Silence of the Lambs, Few Good Men, Usual Suspects, Gladiator, Rush, Goodfellas, Ford vs. Ferrari, and Da Vinci Code. Wow, what a list. I mean, there's some good films in there. Yeah. Real good films in there. I mean, yeah, he's a movie buff. I thought you were going to, there would be something real niche. 
in there. But no, they're all pretty no. big movies. I mean, Gladiator's a bit of a curveball. But I think probably he recognises himself in, in Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course. He was probably upset that he's not featured in that. <laughs> Have you seen that clip of him? Like he got this mural painted at his house and um, there's this clip of him going through it and it's like him and it's it's like heaven. It's actually like probably where he is now. Now. But it's like <laughs> it's him in there and there's like it's like Bruce Springsteen, um, Keith Richards, Chris Martin – Michael Clark's in there. Who else is in there? Muhammad Ali. And it's just him in there, like, talking to these. It's like he's with Muhammad Ali, like, showing him how to do leg spin bowling. And he got this painted in his house, his mural. And he's like, there's Chris Martin from Coldplay, my best friend in the entire world. Because yeah, Coldplay, he loves Coldplay. Yeah, I know. The Scientist what? is his favourite song. I knew nothing about this man until he died. No and way. Yeah. And now, I mean... Obviously, I feel sad that he's died, but now I feel even sadder. Well, this, I never got to know him. The, the, he was, like, famous... For being famous as well and for mm. being like a bit of a oddball. But the cricket side of things is that like he is like potentially the best uh, cricket player of all time. Like there's Don Bradman. He is arguably the best bowl. He's the best leg spin bowl. He's the best spin bowler of all time. But it's like you don't understand how good this guy it's wow. like yeah. it's also like if Michael Jordan yeah, only ate baked beans. It's like that's how, <laughs> like, that's how, that's the level of like unbelievable um, accomplishment in cricket he is. And it's like, but the crazy thing is, obviously, like, he was still alive. And a week ago, everyone was like, yeah, Shane Warne's pretty cool. And then he dies. And it's just this cultural recognition of, like, yeah. what a force. Oh, man, it is like I woke up at – I was up at 2.30 a.m. and heard the news. And it felt like – I'd been asleep. I'd fallen asleep on the lounge. Woke up, saw it, and I was like, this is can't be – this can't be real. I'm like, <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> this, this is a dream. Oh it can't be happening. You've, you've been through a few – not to dodgely segue, but you've had a few – Controversies recently, Sam. Oh no! There was just been one of note, and it's not even. It got blown out of proportion. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was, I assume, are you talking about the Grant Denyer thing? I'm talking about the Grant Denyer. Yes. Thing. Okay. No. This is what happened. Do you know who Grant Denyer is? Oh yeah, yeah. only from Dancing with the Stars, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest place to know him from. He's like a small man. He used to be the weatherman on Channel Seven right, for ages, right. and now it's Family Feud. But he's like a big – he was like a big presenter. He is a big presenter. In, he was also a race car driver. Anyway. Oh I, did you ever see – I remember being a little kid and watching uh, – not a little kid, but a kid and watching the like the morning weather report when he went in that like jet – in that fighter plane or oh. that really fast plane. <laughs> and they're oh, hitting, he passed out. He yeah. passes out oh. because they're going so fast. <laughs> That's so fun. I have seen that. And it's like live TV, right? And yeah. everyone's like, oh, I don't know. Should we cut away from this? Like, Grant? Grant? Just, just seeing Grant Daniel die live on TV. <laughs> well, anyway, so years ago, I was at the comedy store doing, weirdly, I was talking about the comedy store before, but I was there and um, Grant Daniel was in the crowd. And this mm. was like just after he had been, he was like partying a lot. There was a big rumor that he was smoking a lot of meth or something. That was the big room. I don't know. He was at the gig. And so I was just like, oh, Daniel's here. It's probably been up three nights or whatever. You know, just making jokes about Amazing. him being on meth. Funny stuff. I saw him after the show. We laughed, shook his hand, whatever. It's nothing. I did this podcast, the News.com podcast the other week, and they were like, have you ever done a joke about someone in front of them? And I was like, yeah, quickly told that Daniel story. The next day, like, News.com and the front page of the Daily Mail is like, Com oh, no, Grant Daniel confronts comedian <laughs> after show. And I'm like, Cow, give me a break. Are you kidding? And so it's like big story on day on and like people are messaging all these like radio stations like do you want to come and talk on about your beef with Denya? <laughs> I was like I don't have any beef with Denya, and 
And it just, so I declined it all. But then Grand Daniel's wife messaged me and she's like, she's such a pro. And she was just like, what happened? We need to address this. And I was like, blah, 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 this happened. And she was like, oh, don't worry about it, sweetie. And like, <laughs> and now we started chatting and I'm like, like still tight with her. We follow each other on Instagram. Next thing's going to come up out of this podcast going to be a news article being like, local comedian has an affair with Grant Daniel's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Secret could, messages. You could cut. It, that blew my mind that that was, that became a news story, like 13 seconds of a podcast. And then it's like, bang. Ridiculous. Did you just eat a chip? Yeah. In the middle of my incredible Daniel story. I'm hungry for more. For more chips or more <laughs> Daniel stories? More Daniel stories. No, I don't have any more. But that's it. But that's that was my foray into the news in the last few weeks, at least. Um, but yeah, they also use like the worst photo of me on from Instagram into the article on the Daily Mail. It's like me doing a funny face. It's like there's so many headshots on there, and you've used the weirdest photo I've ever seen. That's on purpose, right? They're trying, it has they're to like, be right. Someone working there is just a bully. <laughs> like it's so bizarre. They also called me an up and coming comedian, which I was like, Ooh. come on! Like, how long are you up and coming for? Is this just because you haven't hosted the project yet? Yeah, yeah, I think it but is. You're <laughs> on the project. Yeah, I know. I do segments on the project, but it's like. They were up and coming is maybe it to create more of beef. Maybe mm. I am up and coming, but I always like if I die in a plane crash tomorrow, I'm always like, how am I remembered? <laughs> like if there's a new article, do I even get mentioned? Did they say, by the way, there was a comedian on the thing, but up and coming comedians suggest I won't get, that would be like an open mic. I was on. The Cause thing. in your last stand up show, you mm. have a bit where you talk about like how you're represented in the media. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How does this compare to all the other times you've been talked about? In newspaper. Well, this one's just like, it feels like they, I feel, dis I feel bad actually for like, if Grant Denyer's upset, like I don't want to upset Aww. Grant Denyer because he seems like such a nice guy. But also it's like, everyone's made jokes about Grant Denyer and I, and then I'm up and it feels like a waste. Look, I'll take, if it tell, if it sells me more tickets to my comedy mm. show, that's all that matters at the end of the day. But um, yeah, maybe you should lean into it in your marketing, like the Grant Denyer knockout tour. Well, what, you, <laughs> <laughs> what if I proposition Grant Denyer to fight me? Yeah. <laughs> Be like you and I in a boxing ring, gloves That's on. That's pretty funny. He might do that. It well. worked for Logan Paul. I reckon you could sell it to seven for mm. 6.30 on a Saturday Dude. night. Because like boxing now in Australia is just kind of, it's like Barry Hall's fighting Sonny Bill Williams. Like it's ex-footy <laughs> players fight a lot. What about like an up and coming comedian? <laughs> and then like a washed up, he's not washed up, but he's, you know, like a big media personality, we fight. And then if you win, you get to host Family, family Feud and yep. then you're no longer up and coming. Then I'm coming. You're coming. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just up. Coming comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be good. Um, or maybe, and then the winner could fight Carl Stefanovic or something. Like Denya yeah. versus Carl Stefanovic or like, the Bondi vet versus cast. Like I could see like a big boxing series of like Australian TV hosts. It's a great idea. Dude, you know when it would get really spicy? When you start getting the Bondi rescue boys on. Oh, make them fight each other? Yeah, because they're actual <laughs> athletes. <laughs> <laughs> they're big boys. They're like, I always see them down at Bronte and, and Bondi, but they're all muscly and they're tan. Like they would, it'd be great to see them in the ring. They're too <laughs> kind. They couldn't choke anyone out. <laughs> <laughs> one of them just punches the other one too hard. They get his like his face is just covered in blood. He's like, grab the green whistle yeah. quickly, <laughs> and they just snap back into emergency response mode. Dude, yeah, that's it. They every time they um punch someone out, then they do CPR back on the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Do you have another show coming up this year at the Melbourne Comedy yes, Festival? Yes, I'm doing a show called Yoho Diablo. Um, it's I have to, I got, I'm in Adelaide Fringe next week. If anyone, oh. um, any Ooh. listeners are in Adelaide and would love to come, I would love to see you. Um, <laughs> just because, um, you know, I haven't been in Adelaide for ages. I haven't done stand up in Adelaide for Yonk. So I'm very excited doing a new show. It's um, there will be no Grant Enya stories in the show, but hopefully Grant Enya comes along. <laughs> But previously, you've had stories about your um, local takeaway stores. That's it, yes. The band train. Mm. What what can they expect from this concert? Well, do you call it a concert? It's a concert. <laughs> I would say it's a big enough experience. It's an immersive experience. <laughs> an up-and-coming comedian plays concerts. That's what happens. Um, there is uh, there's a lot of story, like a lot of bits from the last year, but also like a lot of like... I think I've had more time to think because of the last year we've had lockdown. So I think I've got more opinions about things as opposed to um, stories from my childhood, which seemingly um, every other stand-up show I've done has been a show about that. Right. But, um, yes, I, a lot of opinions. Um, I did a few fun things at the back end of last year, which I've also kind of whacked in and told stories. Um, but, yeah, it is like there's a bit more about the world, I think, yeah. in this it's show. It's going to get deep and political. It's going to get deep and political, and um, I'll fight someone after the show as well. <laughs> I'll, there'll be a confrontation. <laughs> Is that like the VIP <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you pay more, you can fight me after the Whoa. show. <laughs> someone probably would go for that. You know, because it's like I, sometimes people get annoyed by comedians. If you were like, hey, it's $25 to come or for $75, you can watch a show then punch me in the face. <laughs> I think there would be people that would go for that for sure. I think seventy five is almost too cheap. Yeah, a hundred. I can't do it because if I do like the full month of Melbourne Comedy Festival and I offer and say like twenty people take me up on the punching in the face, that's option, dangerous. That's I have to take twenty punches in the face and do the show for, for a month. It's like I'll be a bloody mess. People usually talk about like the start and the end of their comedy run is just incomparable because they've done the material so many times. Yeah. They're so good by the end of it. You'll have somehow gotten worse. I'll have brain damage. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, by the end of your comedy festival run, a lot of the time you're on autopilot. Like, you're just going through the motions because you've done it so much and you're thinking about other stuff. But, yeah, I won't even be able to – I won't <laughs> be able to think. I won't be able to talk. It'll be a mime show by the end of the run. <laughs> what was this dog story you were talking about out in the – Dog story? Yeah. Oh, no, the doll. The doll story. Oh, yes. No, I – um. I did a segment on the project like probably a year and a half ago and it was about um, – there was like a, a bit of a movement to ru- to raise the, the doll in Australia to make it more money because mm. it hasn't been increased for like 20 years. And so we thought it would be funny if I then tried to live on the amount the doll is for a yeah. day. So like for one day, for one day. So we broke it <laughs> and down. You died. Yeah. Well, so it's 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 fuck all. It's like I think it works out at forty dollars a day is how much the dollar. So we were like, let's do it. And then I did a bunch of stuff. Like I ate avocado. The point was I was done with my money and ended up with like two dollars at the end of the day for dinner. And I bought like avocado on toast and I bought like a bottle of wine. Like and so by eleven o'clock in the morning I had no money. I had two dollars <laughs> left. Anyway, 
the the point of the segment was to raise awareness to be like we need to raise mm. like and I've been on welfare like I like I I get it I, we need more money but instead people lost their minds and were like this is the most offensive thing we've ever seen people on Twitter were like I had to shut my Instagram and my Twitter down for a day because it was like people were just like you should die how dare you you don't understand anything that's going on oh and I do God. get how people could it was a bit of fun um, and then like news.com read it. And like, um, and the Daily Mail ran it, and it's like, Helly is messaging me, and he's like, I think we're in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> and the project had to do, um, they had to do uh, an apology about it as oh well. My God. Yeah, and I and I apologized to a few people, but also, um, it was it was um, it was. That I think the doll might have been increased after, so maybe. Oh yeah. I actually did the right. Maybe I am a game changer. Maybe I'm the most important person in the country. <laughs> I reckon. That makes sense. Wait, who did you apologise to? The, the government for making the doll? No, bad? I apologised to individual people that were telling me to die in my Instagram oh. inbox. <laughs> oh, I thought you just went out to like Redfern Centrelink. Oh, and yeah, were yeah, just yeah. like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. And they knew me as well. I was the evil, the most evil person in the world of welfare. I was going to say, oh was God. it just a lineup of people you'd seen at an open mic before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the thing. It's like oh, every comedian I know has been on Centrelink at some point. It's like I know all the people that need the money. I mean, I'm on Centrelink right now. Centrelink comedy's peak. <laughs> I mean, I was on Centrelink all through university. I was on the Dole when I started stand-up. I mean, I know I know all the ins and outs of it all. Cent- and even when I was on the Dole, I probably did waste all my money <laughs> on avocado <laughs> and toast anyway. <laughs> Apart from the comedy festival, do you have anything else coming up soon, Sam? Um, I am – no, well, this the comedy festival has kind of really been taking up um, all my brain power. I haven't – because we didn't do like you know like lockdowns last year. So the back end of last year, it was everything was closed. It was so little, no stand up happened. So all the comedians, I'm not sure if you've seen them, are kind of scrambling around, um, kind of trying to make any joke fun. It's like anything. <laughs> like right now, I'm like, what if I do get punched in the face? Like <laughs> anything I'm trying to do. But um, no. So last year, everyone used up the how bad was lockdown. I know. Judge, do you right? don't understand how now I'm like. I actually can't talk about COVID or lockdown because it's been done. Mm. We all did it last year. Well, now you got to do a really, really fast turnaround on Ukraine war jokes. Oh, that's, yeah. That's all that's left. If you have a hot take on, on the Ukraine, <laughs> I would love to hear it. Um, yeah. Are you going to head to the Ukraine for a project bit? Just yes. be out there, they're, they're have to s- ba- banter with Peter Hellier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Hellier could sort that out, I reckon, <laughs> over there. We get on the ground. Where's Putin, guys? We'd love to talk to Putin. <laughs> this isn't working out. Get out of here. Walk up <laughs> to some Russian soldiers, just chuck a mic on them. Yeah, we'll do some Vox Pop. Vox Pop <laughs> with Russian soldiers would be good, just mm. to see what they um, have to say. Did you guys hear about... Alexa, you would be familiar with this a little bit, but did you hear about how, like, dating apps in Ukraine at the moment are being used to track down Russian soldiers on Tinder and Grindr? Oh, my God. Wait, do they they come in with spare clothes for, like, going out at night? Or (laughs) are they dating in their full military gear? They're just dating in their full... Let me pull it up. They're dating in their full military gear. who are they going on with Ukrainian civilians? Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Or maybe Ukrainian soldiers. That's so funny. It's like, what do you do? (laughs) What do you do? It's like, I'm in an army trying to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our trusty news source. News.com.au. Russian soldiers are chasing Ukrainian girls on Tinder. Russian soldiers began bombarding Ukraine yesterday with Tinder messages looking for love. No. Ukrainian (sighs) women in second city um, Kharkiv, just 20 miles from the 
tyrannical Vladimir Putin's vast invasion force have been stunned by salvo admirers in uniform. Hunky Russian troops called Andrei Alexander Gregory Mikhail and bearded Chechen fighter nicknamed Black were among dozens whose profiles popped up, the US Sun reported. No. How, like, unpatriotic is it to go on a date <laughs> with a soldier invading your country? I, th- I thought it was like a perfect um, picture of male privilege. You know, like you're sending unsolicited dick pics. This is like next level. I'm like, I'm bombing you, and here's my dick. <laughs> well, it is just totally male. Pri- it's like, what what more can I do to this country? <laughs> I heard some rumor on Twitter though that girls were like using it to meet up with soldiers and kill them, and they're pretty unconfirmed. That's reports. unreal. That's but, so good. If but that's ha- what if doing. that's true, how incredible is that of a play, dude? Imagine if if Ukraine win that way. Like, oh. even they know, but the guys are like, God, there's a slight chance they're not going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I get to have sex, it's actually worth the risk. I've killed so many civilians. Imagine time. if we got to Putin that way. Like, we just killed all the Russian soldiers you, just by going on dates, and then that's how we take down Putin. So you root your way up yeah, to the top. Yeah, root your way to the top. Yeah. Well, there's no rooting. Well, unless oh. they want to. I mean, they obviously want to murdered at first sight. Now this is a t- oh my god! <laughs> this actually is a TV show. The Russian troops dating in Ukraine. It's like it's like forbidden love. The ultimate forbidden love. We could pitch this right now, not to any mm. Russian TV channel because they're claiming <laughs> the war's not happening. <laughs> but there's someone. That I think that'd be their angle, though. Yeah, it's because all just, it's just, a big just love these, fest. It's these young bachelors who are crossing international borders mm. looking for love. They're not invading. That should be what is that Putin's? That's his new messaging. Is that we're looking for love? We're not looking to <laughs> regain territory. I'm pretty sure that's, well, that is what he said. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, we're all brothers, Ukrainians and Russians, and we just got to denazify them, and then we can be brothers again. It's like he is he is playing this weird love angle. It's terrifying. I mean, love is obviously the strongest force in the world. <laughs> it's not the Russian military. It's, it's love. love. It's love. <laughs> And if people love you, Sam Taunton, mm. where can they find out more about oh. your podcast, your shows, yes. your Instagram? Where, where you, I have a website. You could go there, samtaunton.com, or my Instagram page, um, and there's heaps of shows. Also, I have a newsletter. People should sign up to that. Whoa. I write a newsletter every fortnight, and it's um, – in fact, I forgot to do it on Friday. The news of Shane Warne's death rocked me, and I had to – Put the pen down. Put the pen down. <laughs> put the pen down. But um, no, sign up for it. It's really funny. And um, yeah, I'm floating around the place. Sam, thank you so much for coming on. People Th- check out your website, samtaunton.com. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Or Instagram, whatever. You know, there's clips, there's newsletters. Sign up, have a look, hang out. Come see a live show. Come see a live show. And you and Tom Catchman have a podcast? We do have a podcast. It's called The Good Stuff. It's very funny. And um, each week it turns out Tom has been in the media for this whole rental saga. I don't know if mm. anyone's following it. And then the next week I was in for this Denya blow up. So at the moment it feels like a gossip, a celebrity <laughs> gossip <laughs> podcast about us. But no, we, um, we do talk about funny stuff in there. Thank you so much for joining us then. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Chaser Report. We'll be back tomorrow. Our gears from Rode Microphones and we're part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.